Happy new moon and partial solar eclipse in Taurus. This new moon at approximately 10 degrees of Taurus became exact today, Saturday, April 30th, 2022, at 4.27 p.m. New York time, which is 2027 Greenwich Mean Time. The eclipse, which is only visible in South America and Antarctica, reached its apex 15 minutes after the new moon was exact. Welcome to the first eclipse season of 2021. Eclipse seasons are powerful portals of change and transformation. During eclipses, we receive codes downloaded to us that give us the templates for the next six months of our journey and beyond. This eclipse is a north node eclipse as the moon is in the same side as the north node of the moon. North node eclipses have to do with our soul's destiny as physically incarnated beings. During the North node eclipse and the days around it, we are downloading codes that help to direct us forward toward the destiny of what our soul intended for us to create on, on this earth. From a macro perspective, North node eclipses also redirect the collective of humanity towards its higher destiny. With Uranus, the planet of freedom, innovation, and surprises, conjunct the sun and moon, we can expect to see important innovations, innovations sprouted or announced during this time. I'll delve more deeply into how this eclipse will affect the collective later on in this podcast. This is the first eclipse since the lunar nodes have fully moved into the Taurus-Scorpio polarity. All eclipses in 2022 will be exclusively of the domain of Taurus and Scorpio. So this eclipse season, including today's eclipse and the south node lunar eclipse in Scorpio two weeks from now, really will set the tone for the remainder of the time that the lunar nodes remain in this polarity, which is through June 2023. Taurus is a fixed earth sign that is represented by the glyph of a bull's head. Fixed signs fall in the middle of a season and are immovable, reliable, and stubborn. Earth signs rule over nature, material things, and money. Taurus is ruled by the planet Venus, which is concerned with romance, aesthetics, and all things material. Taurus is the ruler of the second house in astrology, the house of possessions. This house is concerned with money and all things material. Taurus is the ruler of the physical world, while its polar opposite Scorpio is the ruler of the spiritual world. We have an exalted Pluto in this new moon eclipse chart as Pluto has just gone retrograde and is currently stationed. When a planet is stationed, it has the most influence. Scorpio rules over the spiritual and occult, the paranormal, investigations, all things that have to do with sex, power, and abuse and trauma. These themes are very much activated in the collective right now, and you may even feel them personally, though outer planet movements tend to affect the outside world more and much more on how Pluto's station is affecting the collective later on in this podcast. Taurus season is a wonderful time when those of us living in the four seasons climates in the northern hemisphere, like myself, can truly enjoy the pleasures of spring. During Taurus season, we're inclined to connect in every way to the physical world. This is a great time to get out in nature, to travel, to experience different foods, to go for a massage or any type of body work, to meditate, and to really take care of the physical body in every way possible. The reason nature is called nature in the English language is because it is your nature. Get it? Nature is your nature. So when you connect with nature, you reconnect with yourself. 
even if you don't live near the woods or a beach, there are always options to connect. You could build a garden in your yard or even create an indoor jungle of houseplants. Even in the densest cities like New York or London or Tokyo, there are ample parks to be embraced. A wonderful meditation that you can do when you visit the woods or the beach or wherever in nature is to imagine opening your heart fully to that nature. Imagine the energy of nature in its naked state filling your heart, filling your energy field with your own innate essence. Just as your iPhone needs to be charged every few hours, your soul needs to be recharged often by plugging into nature. And just hugging trees, even in your neighborhood. I do that all the time. I love hugging the trees or communicating with the trees in my neighborhood or in my yard. That's a great way to just reconnect on a daily basis. Another fantastic meditation you, you can do is to go on a walk in nature or even around your neighborhood or city. Turn your phone off or on airplane mode. Set your intention to be very aware of what is going on around you. Tune into the sounds of the birds chirping. Notice the shapes of the clouds. Take note of the small animals you see. Tune into the smells in the air. Try to notice everything. This is a powerful meditation that serves to pull you out of your inner landscape and out of your mind and plug you totally into reality. The present moment is the entrance to true actual reality. The rest is just mental noise. Nourishing and honoring the needs of your physical body helps your nervous system to relax, which allows you to better stay grounded and present in this reality. Honoring your body's needs. Make getting ample sunlight a priority around this time. Most, yes, I said most people in the northern parts of the U.S., Canada, and Europe are deficient in vitamin D. Vitamin D deficiency can be an underlying factor in a whole number of serious illnesses, including cancer. And interestingly enough, COVID, during the COVID pandemic, people that had the worst outcomes were very often correlated with those who had the uh, lowest vitamin D levels. I recommend everyone gets 10 to 20 minutes of direct sunlight exposure daily without wearing sunscreen or sunglasses. And if you're living in a hotter climate, you might need to do this early morning or in the evening. If you're in a cooler climate like myself, it's nice. You can do it in the middle of the day, and it really feels great. But exposing ourselves to vitamin D is so, so important in the prevention of all illnesses and in um, helping our mental health. Raises serotonin levels. Low serotonin is pretty much universal in all mental illnesses. The sunlight also cleanses, heals, and activates your chakras, cleanses your aura, and decalcifies your pineal gland. We need sunlight as much as plants do to grow and thrive. Now's the time to recommit to honoring the needs of your body. A common issue that I find with some light workers is that one can become over-oriented towards the spiritual while ignoring the calls of the physical. With the Pisces stellium that we're currently experiencing with Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Neptune all in Pisces, this is even more of an issue than usual. Someone may come to believe that they can solve any and all issues in their life through more meditation or affirmations. Meanwhile, the body is crying out for physical support as well. We need to be mindful that we are paying 
enough attention to the physical vessel and to the grounded aspects of life and that our adventures in the astral worlds astral travel daydreaming channeling listening to channelings whatever are helpful in the context of our overall well-being and not leading us astray as the conscious driver of the vehicle that is our consciousness if you want to maximize the potential to experience the most instantaneous and miraculous healings possible you need to give your body the absolute best resources possible diet cannot be ignored have you ever heard the saying you are what you eat well if that were true wouldn't you want to eat the most nutrient-dense organic produce and if you do consume animal products wouldn't you want those animals to have lived the most natural life possible where they can see the sun daily and wouldn't you want to bless those animals and thank them for their lives and their nutrition before you ingest their muscle tissue organs eggs or breast milk our bodies are approximately 60 percent water are you staying hydrated enough are you drinking good high quality clean water lately i've been really into drinking hydrogen alkaline water after i got my echo ultimate from synergy science the company that i am proud to be an affiliate for and you can go to my website you are a divine human.org click on the helpful links page it's under the mores the more section and uh, you can watch uh, a video and read some stuff about hydrogen water especially and also alkaline water is a possibility with the synergy science machines as well one of the three simultaneous ascension processes that all of us on this path are undergoing is the physical ascension each and every organ must be totally reborn and rebooted eventually each and every cell must eventually be created anew the physical purification process is an inevitable part of the ascension journey as you consciously commit to assist in your inevitable physical purification process you're sending the signal to your soul that you are ready to truly inhabit that fifth dimensional crystalline light body that is waiting for you and yes if you're struggling with some sort of long-term chronic illness or even just want more energy or to lose weight it is absolutely necessary to utilize your consciousness to make real shifts in your physiology visualize yourself being totally healed feeling light and energized daily speak to your organs and cells and tell them how much you love and appreciate them intend to experience physical miracles can you feel the practicality of this integrated approach to healing you want to get all of your faculties on board love honor appreciate and nourish your physical body as it is your temple make a list now of all the ways in which your body needs assistance and also ideas on how you can give your body that much needed assistance kind of a broad uh, journaling prompt to do examining your relationship with money and material things Taurus ruled by Venus governs money finances and all things material now is a good time to contemplate your relationship with money and temporal things Taurus is associated with the earthy and the material including money clothing beauty music and sports money can be a taboo topic in the spiritual community but it doesn't need to be some people still are hanging on to the idea that in order to be enlightened one must let go of all material possessions or at the very least be poor this is an outdated idea left over from the dualistic age of Pisces when an extremely dualistic economic system thrived and you know it's still kind of left over 
In the age of Aquarius, it will be all about equality, including economic equality. It is inevitable due to the astrological and astronomical influences on this planet that the current economic system will undergo a great shift and that the canyon of wealth between the rich majority the rich minority and the poor majority will be transformed into a system that supports everyone having more than enough. And I'll talk much more about this later on when I talk more about the influences of this eclipse on the collective. Money is not the root of all evil. It really isn't. Money is simply numbers on a computer screen, pieces of paper and pieces of metal, and now digital tokens, which are just computer code. The evil part of the current economic system is the power structure behind it. The money itself is simply a tool to enforce and perpetuate that power structure, but it is not the root of, it is not the, root of the problem. Money is neutral. It is a tool for consciousnesses to interact with one another and has neither a positive nor negative charge inherently. Money is unlimited, which is clearly proven by the fact that the Federal Reserve in the United States prints exorbitant amounts of paper bills at will, which are backed by nothing, and they've been doing that even more than usual over the past two years. And yes, I know this causes inflation, which we're seeing right now, but you can still use those pieces of paper in your wallet and the numbers in your bank account to buy stuff, right? Money is inherently unlimited because abundance is inherently unlimited. What is your relationship with money? Do you have enough to support yourself and your family in spite of everything that's been going on in the world? It's crucial to examine your beliefs around money, especially if it's been a struggle for you. There's a whole spectrum on which people can fall into different categories based on the nature of their dysfunctional relationships with money. Some people are stuck in poverty consciousness and believe that money is the root of all evil. Money is evil and because of and because of the system they'll never have enough to thrive. And on the other end of the spectrum there are people who are in reality very wealthy and yet they're everlasting on an obsessive hairy chase to acquire more and more money based on some subconscious or even conscious fear that they still don't have enough yet to feel safe. In between those two extremes, we find a middle road of a healthy relationship with money, I believe. On this middle road, money, money is neither a source of stress nor is it a source of greed. As a light worker, your service work may be tied into your financial health. It certainly is for me. As you step more fully and committedly into your service work, whether that is tied in with your career, career or not, you will energetically align yourself more with that vibration of abundance. The essence of service work is giving back. You are giving back to yourself, to your family, to others, and to the world. Giving back puts you into that vibration of abundance because when you are giving back, you are affirming that you have enough to allow yourself to give back, whether it be your time, money, effort, or all three. So as you activate your service work, you will naturally activate your maximum abundance and you get to choose what your maximum abundance looks like. It's a good time right now to harness the energies of this new moon and come up with a clear picture of what you'd like your, your maximum abundance to look like. Here are some questions you can ask yourself and journal on. How much money would I ultimately like to earn or a better word I like is create per year. 
what kind of home would I ultimately like to live in? What kind of environment would I ultimately like to live in? What kind of circle of friends would I ultimately like to have? What kind of relationship with a partner would I ultimately like to have? If that's something that you want. What would my schedule look like in my ideal life? What other possessions or luxuries would I ultimately like to have in that ideal life? What kind of health and vitality would I ultimately like to have? There are no right or wrong answers here. One person may desire to earn $5 million a year, own several mansions around the world, have a large group of wealthy and active friends, and work six days a week, 12 hours a day, maybe a few months off per year. Another person might prefer to earn like $15,000 a year, live in a tiny home off-grid or in a van, grow his or her own food, grow his or her own food, have abundant free time, and have few friends and few possessions. The truth is that neither lifestyle is more or less spiritual than the other. There are no absolutes in this game. You can ascend as a solitary monk with few possessions or as a wealthy business person. It is a matter of personal choice and which type of lifestyle will be more aligned with your life plan. The soul situates your life circumstances based on what it knows would be the ideal set of conditions that will be most likely to give you the greatest opportunity to negotiate the lessons you need to move through in this lifetime in order to balance your toroidal field and move you into the next stage of your evolution to become a fourth density being. And if you're interested in knowing what your life plan entails, what's in your specific life plan, I would encourage you to go to my website, youareadivinehuman.org, and click on the private sessions uh, tab and go to my soul plan readings, read what those are about. And I'll tell you a little bit more at the end of this podcast exactly what my soul plan readings entail. So if growing up in poverty is going to give you the best opportunity to move through your specific lessons, that's exactly what's going to happen. If growing up wealthy will give you the best opportunity to move through your specific lessons, then that will be what happens. Neither situation is more or less spiritual than the other. And regardless of how you were raised, once you access the teachings of something like the Law of Attraction, you are able to shift into wealth if you so desire. You do have free will. Once you're here and in a body, you get to choose the life you want to live. Perhaps you intuitively feel that a life of excessive riches would be a distraction from the lessons you came here to work on, or likewise, Perhaps you feel deep down that building a life of financial wealth will help you to accomplish what you came here to accomplish. Hint, if your north node is in Taurus, which means this eclipse is really going to affect you strongly in a very positive way, most likely, that is usually true for Taurus north nodes that actually establishing wealth is really important in this lifetime. For someone like a north node in Pisces or a north node in Scorpio, it might not be as important. Every person is different, and there are absolutely no rights or wrongs here. And anyone that tells you that a rich life is less spiritual than a poor life or vice versa is missing the point of life. Perhaps hearing these words feels freeing to you. I, I hope it does. 
you have the free will to choose what your maximum abundance, as I like to call it, looks like and feels like. And here are some affirmations that I have created that will help you perhaps to manifest that maximum abundance. Feel free to take these and use them daily or share them. Money is not evil. It's just a mechanism we use to interact with one another. Money is unlimited. I deserve to have enough money in order to thrive. I do not apologize or feel guilty for having enough to thrive because money is unlimited. I can choose to give as much or as little away to others who are in need of more money. I get to decide how much money is enough for me. Money will never make me feel truly safe. I get to decide whether I am truly safe or not. I hereby activate my 100% maximum abundance for this lifetime. I deserve this. I am financially free. Pisces stellium grounding dreams into reality. Neptune plays a big role in this new moon and eclipse chart. Neptune, the ruler of Pisces, is the realm of intuition, dreams, fantasy, and illusion. We have a four-planet Pisces stellium, including Venus, the ruler of Taurus. Neptune also sextiles the North Node, meaning that paying attention to positive dreams and fantasies around this time could help direct us forward toward our soul's destiny and on a macro level our collective destiny as a human race. Here are some questions to ponder or journal on around this new moon and eclipse that relate to grounding your dreams into reality. What kind of life do I fantasize about? Where am I in this life? What am I doing in this fantasy? Who am I with? What does it feel like? What kinds of life experiences do I fantasize about having? What do these experiences feel like? What sort of life and, well, finances might I need in order to make that happen? Are my dreams big enough? Is there even more I could see myself accomplishing and experiencing in the future? What's an action step that I can take in May that will lead me just one step closer to experiencing and accomplishing the things I just wrote down that I'm dreaming about? I would recommend writing down dreams, ideas, inspirations, fantasies, and intuitive hits, so to speak, that come to you over the next 28 days. Also, take some time over the next few weeks to do some visualizing on manifesting your future dream life. 
It's also the perfect time to take action on your dreams and ambitions with the sun and moon forming an opportunistic sextile to Mars and Pisces. When Mars, the planet of action, finds itself in Pisces, the sentiment is that there is a lot of potential energy, aka dreams and ambitions, just waiting to get sprung into action or manifestation. So go for it. Believe in yourself. I believe in you. Venus-Jupiter conjunction, love is in the air. Okay, pull up your YouTube or Spotify and cue John Paul Young's sensual hit, Love is in the Air from 1978. Love is in the air, everywhere I look around. Venus, ruled by Taurus, conjuncts Jupiter almost exactly at the time the new moon becomes exact, which is zero degrees and two minutes of orb. Venus is the planet of love and romance, and Jupiter is the planet of growth, expansion, and good fortune. Both planets find themselves in dreamy, feminine, emotional Pisces. Thus, we can say that the next 28 days might be the most fortunate time of the year to meet a new romantic partner or to see your current romantic partnership flourish. Right now, Mercury, the planet of communication, is exalted in the first degree of its home sign of Gemini and is forming an exciting opportunistic sextile with both Venus and Jupiter. So we will be feeling extra chatty, as Gemini is all about being chatty, and wanting, willing to meet new people at this time. You know, if speed dating were still a thing, this would be the time to do some speed dating. <laughs> oh, I'm such a boomer. So since it's 2022, get on your favorite dating app. And please don't comment uh, in the comment section. What is a boomer? You're going to get roast, roasted by the Gen Zs. However, we should also... I'm kidding. This is a safe space. If you don't know what a boomer is, just write in the comments and I'm sure someone will fill you in. However, we should also keep in mind that Mercury is in its shadow phase getting ready to go retrograde. The retrograde will be exact May 10th through June 2nd. So we need to be careful to be honest and straightforward about our intentions with any romantic encounter so as to avoid any hurt feelings later on. Also, with Pluto's exalted influence, we should take care not to find ourselves getting sucked into manipulative romantic setups. I'll have a lot on the Mercury retrograde and the full moon and lunar eclipse in Scorpio podcast two weeks from now. Also, with so by the way, make sure you are subscribed to the Higher Self channel. Or you're subscribed to my podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're finding this, so you don't miss that one. Also, with all the Neptune influences, we should be careful not to be too dead set on a dream partner. While we might ignore a potential partner that actually might realistically work better for us. We're going to really like dream big of that, that uh, you know, ideal partner at this time, which is a great thing. We've got to be realistic, too. So with four planets in Pisces, we need to not forget about Pisces' polar opposite, Virgo, which is really lacking in this chart, but we need to pay attention to it because it's really lacking. Virgo is the practical, goal-oriented side of things. So if you feel like you've met your dream partner, make sure that it makes sense practically, or the relationship could struggle, especially during this upcoming Mercury retrograde. And of course, we're already in the shadow phase, as I said. So we're already starting to feel the effects of that Mercury retrograde pretty strongly. 
How does this eclipse affect our future as a planet? So eclipses are not only major transformational portals for us as individuals, but they are also this exact thing for the collective of humanity. This eclipse in particular features the major influence of two powerful outer planets, Uranus and Pluto. As I mentioned earlier in this podcast, the outer planets tend to have a greater influence on the outer world or collective more than on the individual. We'll get to those planets' influence soon in this uh, podcast. But first, let's discuss the general theme of a Taurus-North Node eclipse and its likely effect on humanity and the planet. On a planetary scale, the themes of the Taurus-Scorpio axis are financial systems, the environment, transformation, and power. Taurus in particular is concerned with the first two on that list. So the codes downloaded to the collective templates by this lunar by this solar eclipse have to do with the restructuring of the worldwide financial systems and healing the environment, both very necessary things on our path towards the new earth. In my 2022 predictions video, which you can check out on my YouTube channel, just type into the YouTube search bar Matthew John, you'll find me really easily, and you can go back uh, to... December or January, I think January is when that came out, and check that out. But in that video, I said that I anticipated a major stock market crash and worldwide recession this year. I wasn't sure if it would come earlier in the year, maybe around the time of the U.S.'s Pluto return in February, or later in the year, and I now think that this eclipse and the Saturn square of North Node will be the astrological harbinger of said crash. The economic markets have been flooded with more new printed money, as I mentioned before, during this pandemic than ever before in recorded history. By far. Inflation is getting worse and worse and worse, and the seemingly artificial propping up of Wall Street by all this new money just has to reach a breaking point. It has to. And I think that point will be reached sometime soon, perhaps in June. Now, a stock market crash doesn't mean like a hundred percent it doesn't mean like the markets go to zero it's not really possible but even just a 12 to 20 percent crash would be hugely significant in historical terms the economy will continue as it always has functioned in the 21st century at least for now but the world may soon find itself in the worst recession perhaps since the great depression pluto is the planet of upheaval and uranus is a planet of nationalism both planets are exalted here with the Pluto station and the Uranus conjunction to the Sun and Moon. As I've been saying for a while, I would anticipate Russia and uh, the Ukraine to continue digging in their heels. The conflict threatens to spread outside of Ukraine during the remainder of this year. Trade between nations will likely be an issue the rest of this year as well. We've already seen the effects of the lack of Russian oil on Western gas prices. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a trade conflict with China, which at times has appeared to be a close ally of Russia. Supply chain issues will likely be a thing. They already have been. They're likely to get worse. We could see supermarket shelves bare of certain household items for periods of time, but then they'll come back. Things will probably go in cycles, kind of like at the beginning of the pandemic when uh, the lockdowns were happening around the world. You know, 
stuff would not be available on shelves for a little while and then it would pop up and then something else wouldn't be available. I think that's something that could kind of start to repeat itself uh, towards the second half of this year. I hope not because, you know, it's inconvenient, but it is possible. The positive here, the positives here could be that there could be increasing pressure on governments to extend social programs to even come up with universal basic incomes for citizens. And yes, I know that this comes with concerns about privacy and freedom, which fall under the realm of Uranus. However, on the other side of the token, it would also be a positive step forward towards more focus on social welfare, on ameliorating the intense poverty amongst the majority of citizens that plagues nearly every country. Another positive, in my opinion, would, could be the further mass adoption of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. The blockchain is such an amazing innovation because it decentralizes finance when it is utilized for that function. And because every transaction is public, it actually creates a condition of transparency that doesn't exist necessarily in the legacy financial systems. Western governments are already in the development stage of blockchain-based digital currencies, digital central bank currencies. And this could be seen with different lenses. On one hand, it signals the further movement towards utilizing blockchain technology over traditional legacy technology, which is cool. On the other hand, it creates the ability for literally every transaction to be tracked and to be public. Uh, you know, Venmo kind of started this anyhow, though, didn't they? Right? How many people don't even realize when they use Venmo that they don't have their transactions on private and they're all searchable and, and viewable by anyone? And for those of you who don't know, on the blockchain, every single transaction is public record. Cryptocurrency wallets are long sequences of letters and numbers. However, in the future, I wouldn't be surprised if there are easily searchable databases connecting you to your wallet via your name or the last four digits of your social security number, perhaps. Just speculation here, taking into account that Western governments are continuing to push forward towards greater levels of requirements for KYC or Know Your Customer for cryptocurrency trading platforms and, um, you know, things like eventually maybe even, you know, swapping platforms like PancakeSwap or Uniswap. It's hard, of course, because this is an international thing. And if one government tries to, um, you know, uh, legislate some of this stuff, it doesn't necessarily mean it can be legislated throughout the entire blockchain. So this will be interesting to see in the future how this plays out with governments looking for um, greater KYC requirements. But I can anticipate perhaps a day when the blockchain isn't as anonymous as it is now, where you know there's ways to find out what people's wallets are if one would want to. And you know. Just like, as I said, if you don't keep your Venmo transactions private, it could kind of be like that someday, which is a huge concern. It's a huge concern. And, of course, that may be one of the agendas in one sense of kind of an Orwellian uh, society um, is that none of your financial transactions are private anymore. The legacy financial systems have to go through some sort of upheaval, upheaval and transformation, as I said before. And without a global recession to force innovation of new ways of exchanging value and trading or investing, it probably wouldn't happen. 
Which is exactly why it probably will happen, why there will be some sort of recession. Eventually, I see a world where everything is digital, as I said, probably also trackable and traceable. There's a universal basic income, and wages are much higher, but also the cost of goods could remain much higher. I think that not everyone will work in the future. Many people will choose to sit with their universal basic income and either do nothing or study and learn, you know, well into into later in life. That paradigm that I anticipate will be the stepping stone, I believe, toward an eventual new earth where digital money loses its relevancy because there will be no need to exchange money anymore for food, shelter, or items. We eventually become a volunteer economy where everyone works, studies, or doesn't work out of a love for whatever they choose to do. Robots will produce most everything, I anticipate, and make day-to-day life much more convenient, freeing up humans to innovate, meditate, and travel the stars, which I think is fucking cool. I should add that there will always be an undercurrent of rebellion, and that's also the realm of Uranus. There will be countries that don't sign on to the new systems as quickly. There will be sustainable communities where people grow their own food. Many filled with light workers where cash and barter is the preferred means of exchange, living off the grid. The way I see it, these early New Earth communities are the Nova Lemurian response to the Nova Atlantean hyper-digitization and hyper-homogenization of everything. It's like Atlantis is growing in the cities, but there'll be, and there already is, this rebellion of Lemuria in the countryside with communities. You know, on this, uh, those of you who are uh, listening on this, uh, on the Higher Self channel, you saw that Dawn, who owns this channel, posted a video because she's, you know, moving to a Higher Self community in Kentucky. You know, I mean, this is, it's popping up everywhere. I have friends who are creating these New Earth communities, and this is what I see as kind of that Lemurian answer to the Atlantean way of life that is growing very quickly in the West. And kind of the dark Atlantean way of life that is growing really quickly in China. This eclipse energy will also bring greater attention towards the environment. I believe that the greenhouse effect, just to put this out there, is rooted in bad, funded, politicized science. And at our current rate, global warming will not happen at any alarming rate that is greater than the natural cycles of warming and cooling that our planet goes through anyways. However, it is undeniable that our planet is dirty and sick. I remember being in Brazil years ago at a Santo Daime ayahuasca ceremony, lying down with my ear to the ground and feeling the sickness and toxicity of Mother Earth. And it makes me want to cry to think about it, to be honest. I remember in that moment I was feeling this toxicity and just chanting to the earth, heal, detoxify, heal, detoxify, heal, detoxify. Ugh. It's just if you really connect and tune into the earth, you realize how sick the planet is. And it's all because of industry. It's all because of fossil fuels. It's all because of just the immense amount of garbage we produce all the plastics 
you know, I think that in the grand scheme of things, it's abs- it's it's awesome. And and I apologize to anyone who's triggered by this. Look, I'm not wealthy by any means, and I it sucks to have to put my credit card into the gas pump and it costs sixty five dollars to fill up. But in the whole scheme of things, in the long run, it's awesome that gas is four fifty U.S. a gallon or more right now. Why? Because it encourages the production and the cost to come down of electric cars. We have to move out of a reliance of fo- on fossil fuels. We have to. It's archaic. Do you really think that any other planet in this entire galaxy still drives cars with fucking gasoline as a fuel source? I mean, come on. We're still living in the Stone Ages here, you know? With Uranus's exciting and positive influence on this eclipse chart... I expect that many exciting technological innovations that promote the use of green energy will be sprouted, accelerated, or announced over the next six months, which is the period of influence of this eclipse chart. Fast forward 30 years, I see fossil fuels literally being illegal because we've realized, we already know how much it pollutes, but we have better things. I see the world powered on the principles of Nikola Tesla's technological innovations of using scalar energy to power everything kind of like we did in atlantis in atlantis there were these giant massive crystals some of them the size of like nfl football stadiums all over the place and they connected in a grid and it would just produce free energy that could be harnessed by any device you know it's like what's interesting is like the 5g although 5g is really bad for the body and if you want a solution to 5G, go to my website, check out the uh, Synergy Science WaveGuard technology. It almost completely depolarizes the radiation so it can't affect your body. But anyways, my point being is that 5G and, and 4G, it's invisible waves. But, you know, you can now climb to the top of a mountain and have fucking 5G on your phone and you can be watching a movie on the top of a fucking mountain, right? It's pretty cool. I mean, did anyone in, like, the 1980s, unless you were, like, watching the Jetsons, think that that would ever be possible within our lifetime? Probably not, you know? And it's invisible waves. But that's going to be expanded out. This is just the introduction, you know, having Internet everywhere. But soon we'll have power, energy, unlimited energy anywhere. There'll be flying cars that are just powered by the scalar energy. It's coming very soon. And this, the the Uranus influence in this eclipse is so cool. There's going to be really smart people that are going to be developing that exact technology right now. And it, it's awesome. And the stepping stones to that Tesla technology, the way I see it, are electric cars, solar energy, wind farms, sorry Trump, geothermal energy, and nuclear fusion technology. All will likely proliferate over the next couple of decades. Think about what you can do in your little bubble of influence to make the world a little cleaner. Recycle. Pick up trash when you see it. Use less waste. You know, despite some of the darkness I just painted here, I have an overall feeling of excitement for this eclipse. Jupiter loves being in Pisces where it is dignified, and it forms a nearly exact sextile to the exalted 
stationing Pluto. That tells me that this transformation, upheaval, and the scandals that are either seeded or occur around this eclipse will be extremely beneficial in the long run toward the growth of the actual new Earth. The fact that this North Node trines that the North Node trines Pluto also corroborates this. However, the North Node of the Moon does also square Saturn in Aquarius, confirming the likely continuance and also impending further destruction and upheaval that is being exemplified in the current moment by the Russia-Ukraine war. The world is at a precarious crossroads right now. It really is. When Pluto enters its last degree of Capricorn and starts to test the waters of Aquarius, which will happen soon, it will likely be a time of even greater upheaval. The Russia-Ukraine war is more likely the beginning of a more widespread international conflict rather than an isolated historical incident. We as light workers need to make it a habit to pray for the most peaceful and level-headed transition toward the new earth we are all dreaming of. The more that humans learn to love one another despite their differences, the faster we, we will be able to achieve that peaceful transition. In the meantime, the world is at a perilous point in history. This is a super powerful eclipse here and very important for the future of our planet. On a personal level, let the energy transform you, ride along with it, pray and visualize for the world you want to see, improve your finances, connect with the earth, and heal your physical body, and get on a dating app if you want to meet someone also. <laughs> Wishing you an absolutely awesome new moon and solar eclipse in Taurus. With love, this is Matthew John. Thank you so, so much for listening before you go i have some uh really cool stuff i want to share first of all please do me a huge favor if you're listening on the higher self channel on youtube give the video a thumbs up it helps youtube to uh, show it to more people you know the view counts have been down a little bit lately one aspect of that is because there's less videos on the channel now another aspect of that is because i've chosen to do long form podcasts this year rather than I know I used to do much shorter ones it's because I enjoy I have a lot to share and I sometimes take days writing these articles uh, and I want to share everything that I just shared I think it's all very important but the view counts have been down a bit so please like subscribe and share this with your friends and family if you think that they would enjoy this podcast and and of course my channel if you go to the pinned comment below it's got all my links. It's got my website. It's got my channel. Please subscribe to my channel. I post at least one new video a month on all sorts of different topics. And go to my website. It's youareadivinehuman.org, all spelled out, youareadivinehuman.org. If you're not too familiar with me, maybe it's your first time, my name is Matthew John. I'm an internationally recognized spiritual teacher, spiritual mentor, intuitive psychic medium, intuitive astrologer, Starseed Guide, Energy Healer, Medical Intuitive, and Life Coach. I work with angels, archangels, and ascended masters. I'm a gifted intuitive, wisdom channeler, and transmitter of healing frequencies. On my website, you can find a whole library of totally free articles, videos, show appearances, and interviews that I've done, all sorts of links and other information, the Archangel Michael 21-Day Cleanse, and also all of my events, courses and webinars and also my private sessions and my packages i do work one-on-one -on -one with people from all over the world 
And I do want to share that it's a very exciting time for me because today, if you're listening to this on April 30th, today is the first day of my 2022 Conference of Tarot Reading course. I am so stoked for this. It is the absolute best tarot course you can find on the, on the internet. The students that did the course in 2021, most of them had used almost the same words saying that this was the most in-depth course they've ever taken on any spiritual topic. And I really pride myself on that. I pride myself on providing in-depth instruction. You're not going to miss anything. And by the end of this course, you will absolutely be able to read the tarot, whether you want to read for yourself, read for friends and family, or you want to read professionally. You will be able to by the end of this course. It's great if you're a beginner or you've never touched the cards. It's also great if you're intermediate. I had some intermediate level students on the 2021 course, and they really enjoyed it. They said they learned so much that they did not know, and it really helped to refine and make uh, their tarot practice much more holistic and much more effective for others. So it's a 13-week course. If you want to get in today, you can uh, go to my website. It's youaredivinehuman.org. Click on events. And you can uh, click on the buy now. You know what? I- I'm going to do something special. If you want to sign up for the course, I'm going to drop the price right now. I'm making the decision right now. $100. hundred bucks. dollars i am going to drop it right now. You heard it here first. Go to my website, youaredivinehuman.org. Go to that events page. It's going from $599 US to $499 US for this 38-hour course. All all instruction from me live. I'm not giving you modules to go through on your own. You know, I've seen courses out there for $5,000 where it's all just video modules. This course is 500 bucks and it's 38 hours of live instruction from myself who is a master tarot reader who's been reading tarot for 12 years. Okay? It's a really great deal. Uh, it's a great investment and I, th- I that's it. I'm doing it. I'm dropping it 100 bucks. I want people to sign up today. So if you want to sign up, go to that uh, events course and webinars page. Click the Buy Now button, and you can pay via PayPal. And as soon as I get your uh, payment, I will email you the uh, class uh, registration information. So if you're listening to this after the first class, that's fine too. You can come in. As I said, I drop in 100 bucks, so it's a great deal. You can get in and um, get caught up by watching the recording of the first class. All the classes start at 5 p.m. in New York, 2 p.m. in L.A., okay? And you can use a time zone converter to find out what time that is in your time zone. But also, if you can't make the courses, the classes live, the recordings will be uploaded to the class portal immediately after the, the class ends. You get a free 45-minute reading with myself. I can look into your life plan. I can do tarot for you, whatever you want. You can even do mediumship. And there's uh, a book that comes with the course. There's notes uh, that come with the course as well in a PDF file. And there's also optional tarot journals that you can purchase from my favorite student uh, from my last class that makes these beautiful handmade um, tarot uh, journals in Canada. You can check out the class schedule, the curriculum on that events course and webinars page and you can sign up as I said. If you have any questions about the course, just when you go to my website, you'll see in the bottom right corner of your screen, it says Matthew John, have questions, ask Matthew. Click on that, type in your name and your correct email address, I'll get back to you as soon as I can, usually right after I see your email. You can also uh, go to the pinned comment below 
and my email address is there. Also, if you're on your mobile device, just click the mail icon on your mobile device when you go to my website and you can send me an email that way. If you're on Instagram, I'm very active on Instagram. It's at Matthew John Healer. On Instagram, I'm also on TikTok at Matthew John Healer. You can DM me on Instagram or uh, TikTok, okay? Um, also, I offer private sessions worldwide, as I said. I am enrolling people in my very popular spiritual mentoring program to get started in May. My spiritual mentoring program is the best healing and transformation program. And uh, I already have lists on there that you get $100 off if you do both the spiritual mentoring package and the tarot course. So I'm still going to uh, honor that. I'll do an additional $100 off. So if you want to sign up for both my tarot course and the spiritual mentoring package, it's going to go down to just $399, $400 for the tarot course. Incredible deal. My tar- uh, spiritual mentoring packages, you can get a 4, 5, 6, 10, 15 or 20 session package. I know it sounds overwhelming to how do I choose how many? If you're not sure and you can afford it, go with the six session package. The four session package, you get uh, four 90 minute sessions, 90 minute plus sessions. Sometimes they go nearly two hours. You get an extended soul plan reading in that first session. I said I would talk about the soul plan readings. I look into your life plan. I connect with your guides. I connect with your soul. And I look at what your soul planned for this lifetime and why. Why your soul chose your specific parents why your soul chose your genetic lineage why your soul chose the body that you're in why your soul chose the date of birth and time we look into your uh, natal chart we do some intuitive astrology what are your soul contracts in this lifetime between family members romantic partners etc what is your life purpose what is your career meant to be in this lifetime what past life karma is carried over from other lifetimes what um what future events are in store for you on your most likely timeline on your highest possible timeline. It's a really, really in-depth reading. I can do mediumship as well. I can connect you with your guides. I can pretty much answer any question that you have. That's the first session, all that in the first session. The second session, we do the angel energy healing, an aura cleansing session with a soul retrieval, an inner child healing, and an unhealthy attachments purging ceremony. It's a super comprehensive energy healing and shamanic session working with angels. We're going to work on restructuring your chakras, so that they're at their highest possible functioning. We're going to do some healing using healing codes and light on your physical vessel, working on your organs, working on whatever in your physical body needs help. And we're going to clean out your aura to remove anything like implants or entities or um, or etheric parasites or psychic hooks or anything in your energy field that needs to be removed. We're going to remove in that session. Third session, we do the medical intuitive, intuitive nutrition reading. This is for your physical body. I'm going to look at all of your organs psychically. I'm going to look at your blood. I'm going to look at your your stomach, your stomach acid, your enzymes. I'm going to look at everything holistically inside your body. And we're going to talk about what's going on in your body, what's wrong, what to look out for, what you need to look out to avoid that could be coming in your future. And we're also going to talk about the metaphysical and past life and karmic purposes of any illnesses or diseases you might already have or might be prone to genetically and we're going to go over a plan a plan of supplements homeopathy lifestyle changes affirmations anything that i can think of that's going to help you to heal or to optimize your health if you're in great health already this session is also great because i'm going to help you discover what the best diet is how to optimize your brain health how to optimize um your cognition your exercise uh you know how, how well you can exercise and uh how your sexual function and anything you want to optimize in your life, I'll help you optimize if you're already in great health. 
Uh, the fourth session, we do the Starseed Discovery session. If you think you're a Starseed, but you don't know where you're from, and you always wanted to find out where you're from, in this session, I will help you to find out exactly where you're from, and I'll guide you on an astral journey to your home planet. It's an amazing experience. You also get three bonus webinars uh, with the four-session package and my bonus ebook. There's package B, which is a five-session. You get all that plus a two-hour past life regression. You get to travel astrally to past lives, experience yourself in other bodies that you've been in other lifetimes, and we go the space between lives uh, so you can see and feel and determine what those lifetimes that you just experienced mean for your current lifetime and what karma is carried over and how to alchemize that karma in this lifetime. Package C has those five plus a six session, which is the future self-progression session, and that is an astral journey to your future on your highest possible timeline. Super cool to see your future. You also get uh, 13 other bonus webinars, so it's over 35 hours of bonus webinar content. That's not including the tarot course if you decide to do the tarot course too. So if you want to dive in with me, there's so much content that I have that is absolutely life-changing. I've been doing this for a long time. I developed a lot of content, and I'm really good at what I do. I promise whatever you come to me with, I'm going to help you, okay? Um, if you have questions, if you're not sure whether I can help you with whatever you have going on, then contact me. As I said, any of the ways that I told you before how to contact me, contact me. We'll do a free phone consultation. I will take 10, 15, 20 minutes, as long as you need to talk to me on the phone within a reasonable amount of time uh, to kind of discuss what my work entails and whether I can help you. I'm happy to do that over the phone for free. Okay, just contact me and we'll find a way and a time to connect. I also offer all the types of sessions I just described um, a la carte if you can't afford or don't have the time for a package. You can purchase those and actually schedule them on my website. It's really easy to do. And also there's longer packages as well. As I said, 10, 15, and 20 session packages, which is great if you want to work with, if you want a long-term mentor, and a lot of people do. I do have several clients that have done the 20 session packages. Some clients have done two 20 session packages. You know, some people like having uh, a mentor and a life coach. I started out as a life coach in this industry a decade ago, and I still am a life coach, okay? So I can help you manage your life along with all the other deep transformational work that we do. All right, everyone. Uh, now that I've told you about everything I offer, um, I am really grateful for you listening to this podcast. I Again, please like, subscribe to Higher Self, to my channel. Um, I really appreciate that. And leave a comment below. I do read all the comments. And I do try to respond to all of them as well. Okay, everyone. Uh, enjoy this eclipse portal. Okay, uh, be kind to yourself. There's been a lot of solar flares lately too. Drink lots of water, get enough sleep, exercise, etc. I'm looking forward to speaking to you on the upcoming lunar eclipse and full moon in Scorpio. My favorite sign because I'm a Scorpio. Okay, that'll be fun. Until then, please remember everyone to be kind to yourself, to be kind to others, to be kind to animals, and to be kind to the earth. Especially now, Taurus season. Be kind to animals. Be kind to the earth. With love, this is Matthew John.